baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. There's a staged attack against Israel, and then Israel, um, they've got a, uh, they've got control of, of some of the, the Gaza Strip, and this is where part of the conflict comes in. Um, and the war against Hamas, it appears as if it's going to grow. The Brookings Institution's Michael O'Hanlon says the operation's somewhat like past Israeli efforts, but on a far bigger scale. Because they have apparently decided that they really can't live with Hamas in charge of the Gaza Strip, which I think means they're going to have to be much more thorough about dismantling the organization. At the Center for Strategic and International Studies. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. John Alterman has aid groups plead for corridors to get help to Gaza civilians. Israel has stopped food, fuel and medicine from moving in. And if that changes, they're going to scrub the humanitarian aid. Make sure that at that point, you know, uh, weaponry and other assets of Hamas are not being somehow uh, moved around in all the confusion. Sagar Magani, Washington. Now, some families of Americans who are missing or taken hostage by Hamas in, in Israel, they want the government there and the government here to secure their release. At a news conference in Tel Aviv, Nahar Netta says he was on the phone with his 66-year-old mother, Adrian, who's originally from California, when Hamas attacked Saturday and the line cut off. The optimistic scenario here is that she's held hostage in Gaza and not dead. Rachel Goldberg says her 23-year-old son, who was born in the U.S., was at the music festival when the attack happened. He called her from a bomb shelter. They were throwing grenades in, shooting machine guns, and we know that Hirsch's arm from the elbow down was um, severed. Goldberg says witnesses saw him taken away by Hamas. I'm Julie Walker. Oh my, I mean, can you imagine how, how families feel? I mean, you know, you can't trust Hamas to treat these people with any kind of respect for the Geneva Convention. French President Emmanuel Macron says that his country has no evidence that Iran was directly involved in the Hamas attack on Israel, but the militant group does seem to have had some outside help. Tehran has been a longtime supporter of Hamas and other militant groups, and senior Iranian officials have openly praised Saturday's incursion in Israel. Asked what Iran's role in the crisis was after a meeting with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz in Hamburg, Macron said France has no formal trace that Iran was directly involved in the attacks, adding it seems that there was help for and cooperation with Hamas. But Macron says he will stay cautious on this point as long as European officials haven't consolidated intelligence that's totally certain. I'm Charles Diladesma. And thousands of Palestinians in the Gaza Strip are just packed into these UN shelters as Israeli warplanes continue to pound this, this tiny territory of just 2.3 million people. Gaza's Jabalia refugee camp 
was left in ruins after Israeli airstrikes decimated the area on October 9. Footage showing locals searching for survivors amongst the rubble of destroyed buildings. Israel says it takes pains to avoid civilian casualties as it targets Hamas militant sites. But its military has also bombed multi-storey family homes in crowded residential neighbourhoods. Palestinians say there's no real escape in Gaza, which has been under a suffocating 16-year blockade imposed by Israel and Egypt. When war breaks out, even UN facilities that are supposed to be safe zones risk becoming engulfed in the fighting. I'm Charles Diladesma. Jerusalem resident Ainav Dahari tells Associated Press reporters that the, the militant surprise attack was just totally criminal. These are not animals. These are cruel, cruel people who have different agendas in their mind. And this is ISIS. This is not anything less than that. The world should know that and support us. And, um, and also our government need to wake up and unite and not play games of politics. And this resident in Tel Aviv, Barak, says that the, the fates of those killed are taken into uh, and taken hostage, uh, they're on everybody's minds. It is dreadful. Um, the, the, the witnesses and the survivors spoke of atrocities that are unspeakable. I don't want to repeat them. Yeah, it's um, it's inhumane. It's um, it's brutal. Um, it's uh, so so sad. And, you know, this tension is always there. The tension's always there, and once in a while something happens, and it just it just explodes. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time: baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.